The Fantasy Basketball Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. The WinBet Casino is now offering a 100% deposit on a or 100% deposit match up to $1,000 for new users. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sp- sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app now. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $25,000 on one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app for all of our free picks and podcasts. Hashtag live reads. Let's go. Welcome <laughs> to the, the Fantasy Basketball Podcast presented by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I am your host, Justin Bruni, joined by my co-host this evening, Stephen Hammond. How are we doing, sir? We're doing good. Uh, we're getting down here to the nitty gritty. Hopefully people are uh, winning some championships or have already won them. That's true. That's true. We do have some uh, some seasons under the belt already, you know, with those uh, shortened uh, length fantasy seasons. I am in the semifinals right now getting one handed to me, Steve. I had a nearly perfect season. I had a bye last week and now my stars are gone. Nowhere to be seen. You know, Paul George has already been missing. I got Ja Moran out missing a couple of starts. I got Joel Embiid missing a start. I got DeMar DeRozan missing a start tonight. We are digging deep into the waiver wire this evening, and I'm one of those folks that's going to need some help here. So we're going to get right into the nitty-gritty. We're looking at low percentage ownership here on the waiver wire, some deep finds, some guys guys that may be able to help us through the trenches of these last couple of weeks. Or if you're me, it could be the last couple of days of uh, this season here. So let's get right into it, Steve. Guy that we've been talking about for a while in the, in the previous weeks, Goga Batazzi. He's looked solid his last three starts, only 29% rostered still. Are you willing to buy? Yeah, right now I am. Of all these guys we're going to talk about here tonight, this is one of my um, more likes. I feel like we've talked about him a good amount this year. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not that to me means he's been doing it a little more consistently. Um, Pacers obviously have just been decimated by injuries. Um, So that has just opened the door right for him. Um, Right now, you know, you you need these type of guys. He grabs rebounds and then he's going to dump in, you know, you hope for 15 right now so yeah this is a must add for me yeah i think with guys like jalen smith and isaiah jackson on the lineup he's you know pretty close to a 15 and 10 guy and he'll mix in some of those assists and steals and blocks as well so i think there's a lot of upside here these last performances performances excuse me have been very good uh 38.8 18.9 51.3 on the season he averages 15.38 fantasy points and then the last Two weeks, it's up to 36 fantasy points. So a lot to like here. I am riding with him. He was was one of my favorite ads this week, you know, being that I'm so depleted, you know. He's one of the guys that was at the top of my list. So I am riding with him. They're going up against Memphis this evening. Eh, not the best matchup, but, you know, I'll take what I can get. He had a 51 fantasy point performance a handful of days ago on the 18th. That was backed by 23 points, nine rebounds, three assists, and three steals and a block. I need some of that action tonight, Steve. Let's go. Let's go get some Goga Batazzi. All about it. Goga. Goga. Go, 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 go get them. <laughs> all right. Next up here, we got a couple of Washington Wizards. Steve, I want to know which one of these guys you would prefer to add. We've got uh, Denny Advia and Rui Hachimura. 
you know, Hachimura, it's not nothing, it's nothing booming. It's, it's, it's nothing out of this world, right? But Denny, I feel, is hitting at a bit of a higher rate than usual. Uh, which one of these guys do you prefer? This one's tough for me because obviously Denny's been doing it um, with Kuzma out of the lineup. Um, mm-hmm. I do think Kuzma is going to be back in here. Um, so that might kind of, that might hurt his play, but like you said, Hachimura isn't jumping off the page at you, you know, making him, mm-hmm. making you want to add him right away. I'll, I'll probably lean, um, Denny here, but I almost would rather have like a Corey Kispert in a ca- like categories league. You know, okay. if you you need to get them threes and he puts in decent enough points that I, I think mm-hmm. you can make him serviceable. Yeah, Kisbert, Raul Neto, also readily available, both of those guys. These these two were just being added at a higher rate, so I wanted to focus in on them. The Wizards are a team, I feel like, that have a lot of players that you can add right now that are going to be, you know, at least have upside in fantasy because everybody's gone, right? Like the waiver wire is completely depleted, and even some of the guys may still be under waivers because, you know, maybe someone just dropped them. I do want to mention that Kyle Kuzma is still out, so he will be out this evening. Not sure about his return date. They're saying potentially the 25th tomorrow. They are playing a back-to-back, so maybe they're sitting him out tonight and then bringing him back tomorrow versus Detroit. So, you know, where one of those guys might be a solid play, you know, this evening, Thursday, you know, going forward into the weekend, it it may not be the same case here. So definitely something to check out there, but there is a lot of availability here, you know, between the Washington Wizards, Raul Neto, Corey Kisbert, like you mentioned, Catavius Caldwell-Pope's pretty well owned. I feel like his ownership rates are, are pretty high. Uh, I tried out Daniel Gafford earlier this week. It didn't really go that well for me. It was kind of a so-so performance. So a lot of guys, a lot of those guys are available. I think Advia is definitely the the best ad here. I think he still has just a little bit more upside uh, than Kisbert with his, um, you know, just kind of all-around game. Right? He mixes in the scoring, the rebounds, the assists. Uh, does play some defense. It's not always consistent, but it's been there the past couple of games. Far more upside, in my opinion. You're right. Yeah. Uh, next up, we'll go with Davion Mitchell and then skip back to a couple of other Sacramento Kings because the Sacramento Kings are another team that we can really target right now uh, for upside. We've got Davion Mitchell just doing a ton of scoring, especially the past couple of games, 25 and 28 points his last two games, getting a ton of minutes here. Um, I think maybe Darren Fox was out of those games or maybe he left one of those early. No, he's, left, he's yeah. missed the last three games. It's possible we don't even see him again this year. Says he's a game-time decision, but he's unavailable yesterday. I'm not sure what's going on with him. Uh, says right hand, I think it was. Yes, yeah, it says some type of hand injury. Doesn't say fracture or broken, strain. Doesn't use any this type of language. Oh, yeah, that's the only thing I've seen. A lot of soreness in the NBA. A lot of soreness. <laughs> you see, yeah. uh, you see some of that soreness between Yadonis Haslam and Jimmy Butler yesterday. Oh yeah, and Spolstra fired up. Spolstra was like there for it, is what I felt like when I was looking at Spolstra's expressions, like his body language and like his face. It was just like, hey, I'm here for this. Like, this is an amazing argument right now. I don't know what you guys are talking about, but yeah, I'm 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 with Haslam here, man. Like, what are you doing down there, Butler? <laughs> that heat culture. I guess so. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I was reading some tweets about like Jimmy Butler talking about how in the past he's like, oh, I check guys and guys check me and things like that. So I don't know. People are saying there's not. Nothing to be seen there. Nothing to be seen there. But um, back to the Kings, a lot of opportunity here for Mitchell. Uh, The scoring is there as long as that's going and the minutes are are rolling. I think he's a very active ad, 34% rostered, plus 18 in the last day. If he's still available, I definitely think you got to pick him up. He's over, you know, 30 minutes in his last four games. A couple of games ago, he put up nearly 50 minutes. Yeah, definitely. I think this is a home run ad this late in the season. Um, Obviously, Darren Fox comes back. You want to monitor that. But in his mm-hmm. last four, 31 fantasy points, 49, 39. 
that's those are great numbers. You definitely want to have that slotted in your lineup right now. Um, I yeah, go add Don, uh, Davion Mitchell. It's I felt like this was we kind of saw this a month or so ago. Then he kind mm-hmm. of hit a lull, and now we're kind of seeing it again. So it's possible. We don't know how long it lasts, but get in while the getting's good. Right, and they just had a lot of faces at the guard position, so this was definitely a situation that's difficult to get ahead of without an injury. You know, Dante DiVincenzo, Justin Holiday, of course, then you have Davion Mitchell behind Aaron Fox, so uh, Jeremy Lamb still there as well, so a lot, lot, lot of faces, a lot of mouths to feed. Uh, we're going to come back to some big men here in a minute with uh, DeMontis Sabanis, you know, being injured probably out for the rest of the season. We got uh, O'Shea Brissett up next, though, on the in-between here. He's 30% rostered, hitting at a little bit of a higher rate, um, he also, you know, like we mentioned with um, uh, Goga, you know, those injuries to Jalen Smith and Isaiah Jackson, he's getting that upside. There's really not much depth left besides those two. I feel like this is another easy one. Yeah, as long as he's slotted in the starting lineup, um, mm-hmm. I, th- I think he got an Adam. Uh, he's going to have a role in this offense, you know, grabbing rebounds, um, putting in maybe not the greatest, sexiest points. Um but relatively low turnovers, so I, I think it's an mm-hmm. ad. Yeah, and, and I don't hate these upcoming matchups either. Memphis, Toronto, Atlanta, Denver, a couple of home not games. Not great, th- but good. Yeah, yeah. so so so. Memphis is hurting a little bit, but still not a great matchup for them t- uh, tonight. Uh, but like the matchup up against Toronto, Atlanta, Denver, yeah, I think it'll be used a lot. Uh, I'm interested to see what happens here with uh, Jalen Smith and Isaiah Jackson going forward, though. I'd like to see if they're going to be coming back. Yep. All right, now down to Trey Lyles. <laughs> Trey Lyles and Damian Jones. Which big man would you prefer now with DeMontis Sabonis out of the lineup? I'm going to go Trey Lyles. These numbers he's been putting up recently since about middle of March, mm-hmm. they're, pre- they're pretty good. I, I think I'm going to lean him. I know we, earlier this year we kind of were trying to get him in the Kings starting lineup consistently. Uh, maybe bump out Mo Harkless, but uh, I I got to go Lyles here. Damian Jones, mm-hmm. it it's good, but it's not great. Um, he hasn't been doing it necessary for as long. Um, mm-hmm. I th- I think Lyles maybe fits more of that Sabonis role. I I agree. I agree. He can play inside and out. Maybe not so much the same level of defense, but the scoring has been there. Rebounding is consistent, and just really the time on the floor is. Um, I think more consistent over Damian Jones. Jones, I mean, even at his best in the last 14 days, he's averaging 21 and a half fantasy points on the season. He's at like 16. So he's still like a couple of tiers behind Trey Lyles. So Lyles would definitely be the guy that I want to own. Just been more consistent. And yeah, we were absolutely banging that drum for him to get into the starting lineup, but yeah, we never know what we're going to get out of this Kings team. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's never consistent. Yeah. They never do what we think they're going to do. They zig when they should zag. Pretty much, pretty much. Uh, hopefully, Darren Fox sits out the rest of the season because there's not much else to play for here. I'm, I'm kind of interested in seeing some of these teams start to play for the uh, for the draft picks, but we'll get back into some more waiver uh, wire options here right after a few words from our sponsors. Some more live reads on deck. Let's get into it. Are you looking for Las Vegas-style casino fun in the palm of your hand? Well, look no further than WinBet, the premier online casino from the five-star Win Resorts properties. From classic table games to all the best lots, thrills, and jackpots, WinBet has everything you need for the ultimate casino experience. Sign up today and receive a 100% first match up to $1,000. And also be sure to check out the WinBet Win Hour from 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. Pacific Time. They have better prices on select games during that period. Anyone who has the WinBet app is alerted right on the hour. 
There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com and get started today. Offers are subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. You must be 21 years or older and present in the state where you play through WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IP Vanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IP Vanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IP Vanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's just that simple. IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with a brand new brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com forward slash SGP and use promo, promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com forward slash SGP. Hashtag live reads. Let's go. <laughs> you guys, you guys got to let us know who did, who did it better tonight. I don't know if it's going to be like this going forward. I'll, I'll see if I get some time to re- record our uh, our ads here, but it's pretty good stuff, Steve. Good, well, well, well done. That was yeah. that was a lot to get. First through. time, I feel like we kind of knocked it out of the park. Not to pat ourselves <laughs> on the back or anything. I'm going to try harder. I'm going to say I'm going to try harder next time. I think I can do better. There we go. Fair. If I was recording it, I'd be like, "Hey, another one. We got to. I got to <laughs> do another one." You know. You know, like, you know, Paul Dano with an iPhone. If you if you understand that reference, then shout out to you. Go Batman. All right, let's get back into it. We got uh, Tyus Jones up here with the Memphis Grizzlies. A thorn in my side, Ja Morant out of my lineup in the playoffs. I saw it last week. I saw the writing on the wall. Here I am, out of the bye. Nowhere to be seen. I, I think Tyus Jones is probably a solid ad, but, you know, do we think that Ja's going to come back? Give me hope, Steve. Yeah, I mean, I do think Ja's going to come back. I, I, but also, if you're a Ja owner and you haven't gotten Tyus Jones, I think you need to right now. These are, you know, he's put up pretty good numbers in Ja's absence. The one thing I kind of am a little worried about this upcoming schedule, he's got Indiana, Milwaukee, Golden State, Spurs, and then Phoenix. Obviously, there's some tough ones in there, not ideal for him. Um, but the Grizzlies are a good team. I if last night they had a hell of a game. Um mm. I yeah, John Morant owners are a must add. Everyone else, um, definitely have to monitor it. Uh so there's an update at five twenty seven this evening. Ooh, John Morant will go. miss another two John Morant will miss another two weeks. So Okay. Bury, I, bury me now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go pick up all the shares of Tyus Jones you can get. Oh my gosh, man. I mean, he's he's a, he's a good player when he's even on the floor with John Morant, you know? Like on the season he averages 20 
and a quarter fantasy points per game. That's pretty solid for a guy playing behind John Morant, right? Like, I, I don't think that's that's anything to kick away. In the last 14 days, it's only up to 25 points, but in these past couple of games, he's had 38, 31 fantasy points. It's just some of these back-end games where he loses minutes. I, I'm assuming, I guess, that's where Job played. Maybe he came back on the 18th where Jones only had 12 minutes, and same thing on the 13th when he only had 18 but in every other game where he's had 25 or more, the fantasy production is there. Obviously, Ja being out, a lot of upside here. Um, I'm going to need Tyus Jones to turn into Ja Morant, not betting on that to happen. So I am not, you know, most likely getting past the next round, which I'm going to pause for a moment, Steve, and, and kind of sideline our, our waiver conversation here and really try to promote to people, pay out the regular season, okay? It's not an abnormal thing to do. It's not. It's not a crazy thing. Steve, if you want to hop in on this, you're on mute right now. I don't know if you meant to do that or not, but I mean, no, yeah. Has this happened to you recently? I've I've had it not in fantasy basketball. I've had it in fantasy football, and it's definitely infuriating because once you get to the playoffs, I mean, it really is kind of a crapshoot. It's tough to see your all this work you've done for weeks and weeks on end just get you know screwed over because John Morant's going to miss two more weeks. Or, you know, a bevy of injuries can really just screw you over. Yeah, it was a bevy. It was a bevy. I had nothing but like top 10 usage players all over my roster. Ja Morant, Paul George, DeMar DeRozan, uh, Joel Embiid. These guys are all missing. They're all gone. Oh, DeJounte Murray, too. Shout out to him. He's still around. But they don't have a lot of games this week, uh, San Antonio. They don't, I think they have like two or three games. It's not going to carry me. But all of those guys on one roster, not going to go to the finals. Are you? Are, what? What? It's crazy. It's going to drive me nuts, man. I'm, I'm legit losing sleep over this. And I wouldn't be if I had just been paid out for the regular season, Steve. You know what I mean? 18 and 2. 18 and 2. The next best record is 15 and 5. Shout out to that guy. But I don't even think he's going to make it. It's he, tough he, to be he, steamrolling people like that. Over. Well, yeah. And of course, first and points, too. The next. Uh, Next closest person had like 200 points behind me. In second place, they were, or no, that's not true. No, 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 no. 500. Closer to like 470, 480 something. Just like, what? What? Yeah, exactly. Steamrolling people all year. And then, you know, you have all these great guys that are playing. There's no need to really like overly use the waiver wire on my bye week. You know, I did mm-hmm. grab Goga Batadze to hold him. And I did grab Tyus Jones to hold him. But, you know, I didn't really need to do much else. You know, that was it. I just saw the upside for Goga and like, oh, shit, Jaws hurt. I better go grab Tyus Jones. You know what I'm saying? Like, golly, pay out the regular season, folks. This is this isn't happening to me in back to back because in one of my fantasy football leagues, not necessarily the same thing. I didn't score. I don't I don't know if I scored the most points, but I was in first and I galloped past the, the, the competition and then I lose in the finals second place. I get a second place payout. You know, it's nothing. Yeah, you know, nothing. but nothing for the regular season. Regular season is not fucking easy, people. It's not easy to to be that good. Pay out top points. Pay out first or second place. Work something into the mix. If you don't think it's worth it, then you're not playing for enough money. Okay, all right. I'm not. I'm not trying to call any <laughs> of my listeners cheap here, but you know, if you're telling me like, oh well, yeah, then you're not really paying anything to the the to the person who wins it all. Like, well, no, you need to be playing for more money. Or allocate it so that, you know, the person who actually dominates the majority of the season can be rewarded somehow. Yeah, I mean, that level of commitment, it's tough to walk away with nothing. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, even it, or you find yourself looking, you know, one of those first people bounced early. You're looking at third place. That's tough. You maybe, what, get your money back? 
something at least, you know, at, at least. And I'm getting hogwashed by six effing place. A guy who's 13 and seven who scored 2000 less points than me on the season. I get it. He's playing well right now. He's doing his thing. He's probably listening to the show, scooping up all these waiver wires. I can't add because I've just got all these dominant ball hawks. Gah. All right. I'm off the, I'm off the soapbox. I'm sorry for that listeners, but I just had to get it out there. Pay out the regular season. It's sinful. It's like not even eating bacon. It's disgusting. <laughs> all right. Jose Alvarado of the New Orleans Pelicans really on a roll right now, Steve. What do we think? I'm I'm not. Yeah, the only way I'd take him is if it's a category league and you're like targeting steals. His steals are absolutely ridiculous. He's got a game of six steals, uh, multiple three fours. Um, really, the points aren't really there. You're, I, I don't see how you could justify the ad just by points, rebounds, assists. Um, but yeah, if you need some defense, his big games come when he, you know, has those six uh, steel games or even three steel games. But um, I, I need more out of the points, rebounds, assists. I saw this dude on the roster, Trey Murphy. I thought it was Troy Murphy for a second. I almost freaked oh. out. I'm like, they brought in the legend. No, they didn't. Uh, Brandon Ingram is still hurt. So that opens up some opportunity here. I mean, you got McCollum and Devontae Graham pretty much starting now. I don't think they're mm-hmm. starting Tony Snell, but I'm not watching Pelicans game, so I could be wrong there. But that would assume that Alvarado is coming off. Is that Am I saying that right? Alvarado. Yeah, Alvarado. He's coming yeah. first off the bench out of the one and two. So as long as Ingram's out, I'm, I'm with it. They are scooting down Herbert Jones every now and again uh, to the guard position, but not likely very often. You know what I mean? Like they only have so much depth here. Um, I know that we're also going to be talking about, yeah, let's just skip to him now. Willie Guillermo Hernan Gomez. I mean, obviously he looks like a, a cleaner ad here, but I think Alvarado's playing more minutes. Who would you rather pick up right now? I'm going to go Hernan Gomez. Um, okay. I feel like we kind of have talked about him in weeks past, and mm-hmm. he's that you definitely hit it with way more consistent. Um, the minutes don't scare me just because what he, like, the thing I wished more of from Alvarado is those points, rebounds, assists. Those are kind of more guaranteed. I feel like steals aren't Mm -hmm. always going to be consistent like that. Um, So Guillermo, um, I'll I'll take uh, 10 points, uh, you know, seven rebounds. That'd be good for me. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't hate it. It, It's just really tough for me because he doesn't get these heavy minutes. I mean, I own him. You can see right next to his player card, Cosmo, (laughs) that's me. That's me. I'm just worried that the, the you know the minutes could be an issue. Like he's going up against Chicago tonight. I love that matchup, right? Chicago terrible at rebounding. I hope that would keep him on the floor some. Maybe they give you know Valencia a little bit of a break after he hits the prop over eleven and a half boards for me. But even the matchups after that, you know, Sacramento depleted uh, at the, in the front court. The Lakers depleted in the front court. Uh, Portland, the Lakers again. Like this, this schedule is really good for him. So I definitely like him as an ad. But I think Alvarado is a nice little piece as well, just because he's getting the minutes. You know, like with minutes come those opportunities. Like you mentioned, his defense. This last game was uh, the first game on the, what was it, on the twenty first that he didn't record a steal. He had recorded a steal in four straight games, and he totaled what is that thirteen and four games. A lot of upside there, especially what you referenced in the category leagues. That's that's a game changer. So uh, in category leagues, I definitely think it's a home run, and I think he's got sneaky upside in, in points based uh, scoring as well. You know, his last game he had, he did have you know only thirteen point eight points, but the two games before that, thirty six point eight, thirty one point seven, 
couple games before that, 52. That was the sixth steal night. I mean, there could be something here. Uh, so as long as Ingram out, Ingram is out, that upside is there for me. I'll I'll, I'll take a shot, you know, in the dark. You know, shot in the dark, but nothing too overwhelming. Um, next up, we got Pat Connaughton coming back for the Bucks. Uh, any interest in this production, Steve? It's not out of this world, but it's not garbage. It's not out of this world. Um, obviously, Giannis had he, he's at least missed a game. Um, mm-hmm. But I kind of think Pat Connaughton, though he, we haven't seen him. He set out, you know, is probably at least maybe a month and a half ago now. Um, I, I think they want to kind of get him fired up for playoffs. They know where they're going to be. They wouldn't be disappointed um, giving some of their guys a little bit of rest down here in the stretch of the mm-hmm. season in the dog days. So, yeah, I I think I'll roll the dice on Pat Connaughton. Uh, decent player on a good team. Um, I, these fantasy points, 27 and a half, 24 and a half, and back-to-back nights, I'll, I'll take it. Hopefully you can play closer to 25 minutes than 20. Um, yeah. But, yeah, you know, I like I, him. I don't know if I'm interested in adding him in fantasy, but you know what? I'd be interested to see, just like for this evening, like what is what his line is for like his points, rebounds, assists. Just yeah, just let me. I want to take a peek really quick here. Give me one second. I'm almost. I'm almost there. Uh, Combos. Looking for the combo. All right. Points, rebounds, assists. Mister Connaughton, where are you? I don't think they're giving him a number. Sad. I would be interested to know what it would be. If he was getting anything like, I don't know, 16, 15 and a half, would you slam that? Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, you can get that alone in points. I'd roll the dice there. Raul Neto's at 15.5, you know. Corey Kisbert's at 16.5. We were talking about those guys a little bit. I'm just interested to see what they would give. You know, like, they're giving Grayson Allen 18.5. I don't know yeah, if I would take Connett. Here we go. I got it. 15 and a half. Got? Points, rebounds, assists. I I like that. Where where'd you get that at? Uh, that's on DraftKings right now. Okay, I couldn't get that on FanDuel. FanDuel did have uh, Grayson Allen, who I'd probably take under the eighteen and a half. Just, that's my instinct. I have no idea. Haven't looked at a number. Haven't looked at a trend. That's just my instinct. But I I like Pat Connaughton, but I, in fantasy, I'm not you know I'm not betting the house on him. I don't I don't think I'm going to roster him. You know, I think there could be a little bit more upside in a matchup like tonight against Washington if they're up by a lot. They can get some extra minutes. But these upcoming matchups, Memphis, Philly, Brooklyn, on the road, I feel like those are going to be meaningful games to the Bucks, And, you know, I just wouldn't trust them in those, you know, against teams with a little bit better defense or higher scoring prowess. So, yeah, fade for me in fantasy, but, you know, maybe get, get some action on the props. All right, next up, uh, I've got another Portland Trailblazer. We've been highlighting the Blazers quite a bit down the stretch here. We've got Ben McElmore. Uh, been looking pretty good, you know, 28, 40, 20, 28 fantasy points the past four games. Seems like he's been getting a little bit more playing time. Josh Hart's been banged up. Anthony, Anthony Simmons has been out. Winslow's been hurt. Obviously they already have a bevy full of injuries across the entire roster here. Uh, another dart to throw with the, uh, with the Blazers. Steve, what do you think? I'm going to pass on this. I mean, the Trailblazers, it's just, I don't know who's ever going to get it done for them. It kind of just seems like this has been a wash of a season. So now, sure. kind of just throwing in the towel and whoever wants to pick it up, hey, you want to have a night? Go ahead. Um, what a career for old Benny Boy over here. He's just kind of just floated around the NBA, never been very good, highly touted coming in. 
and just continues to do that. We, you look at his numbers here, just no consistency at all. Um, we've seen single-digit points for him in a mm-hmm. fantasy points for him in a game. But then we see him explode for 40 a couple nights ago. Um, it's obviously, you know, if he can pull the trigger on them threes and he's hitting, that, mm-hmm. that's where he has most value. Well, it's, it's a long it's a long way from Kansas, we'll say. That's that's for sure. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, he's a shooter. He's shooter shoot. And a lot of times, you know, in the NBA, shooters are going to miss. So it's all good. He went 0 for 7 on the 12th, you know, and then they sat him. <laughs> he came back 2 for 5 on the 16th, 5 for 13 on the 18th, 4 for 14 on the 20th, and then the past couple of games, 7 for 16, 7 for 9. You know, he's doing a little better. Um, I, you know, I probably like different options, some names that we've been talking about on this team, like Brandon Williams, uh, Keon Johnson, Trendon Watford, Drew Eubanks. I kind of like these options a little bit more. This nice little stretch here from Macklemore has been, you know, solid, but, you know, we've seen the duds, as, as Steve has mentioned. You know, it's it's not as consistent as some of these other guys have been doing it. And, I mean, it's not like Watford's been around all year banging it, but he's just been more consistent. The production's been there. Uh, Watford's another guy that shoots a ton, shoots a lot. Not always so great, but he puts up the volume. And where there's volume, there's production. All right, next up, we got uh, Tory Craig of the Phoenix Suns. I believe they're dealing with an injury or two. They've got Cameron Johnson out, and eh, Sarich is out, but he's like always out. So a little bit more upside with Cameron Johnson out of the lineup. This is a solid rebounding team. I'm attacking Nikola Jokic tonight under 13.5 boards. I've been cashing a few unders um, on rebounds against the Suns, so I like that trend. Going to follow it. Uh, what do you like about Tory Craig here? Uh, I'm, I'm looking at his numbers here and I'm kind of like, how did he even turn out four? I mean, shoot, I'll even go back six, six games in a row. He's turned out a good fantasy performance. Um, numbers don't necessarily look too great. Um, he had a double, double, uh, against Houston. I feel like everyone's double, double and against Houston. Um, but Drake Crowder's back. I, and we, we get Chris Paul tonight. I believe it is. Um, first game back. Snap. Crackle pop. I didn't even know. Yeah, I think that was announced late this afternoon. So I'm going to pass on Tory Craig right now. I I just need to see where this team's at. Um, And and I think he's kind of more of a defensive stopper for them. I think they'll, you know, on ball defense. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, I I, I don't think he has fantasy upside for me. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I like the numbers. Chris Paul being back, you might lose, you know, a rebound or an assist here or there, but I think it's solid. Uh, they're going to play these guys a lot, especially with Cameron Johnson out. So I think he's worth a look. 18% rostered plus 10 in the last day. Uh, I just like what these big guys do down in the paint. They have a, a dominating control. Chris Paul coming back, I feel like could even give them a little bit more upside just because, you know, if they have a, a better distributor that's going to give them better looks in the paint or give them better, you know, um, you know, mid-range shots or opportunities. And I think there could be a little bit more upside there. Um, man, Chris Paul's back. That really hurts my heart for the other league that I was in that I, you know, I lost early in the playoffs, I think like the first round, but he was one of the guys that I lost and I mean, season's over already, but man, would have liked to own him in another one. Shit. Good to see these back helping out somebody. That's cool. I'm down with that. Get him Chris Paul. All right. Next up, we got a couple left here. A couple of Dallas Mavericks. We got Reggie Bullock, uh, returning from some missed time. I was able to catch actually a couple of unders during his missed time when he was like a game time decision. So thank you, Reggie Bullock. I really appreciate you. Was catching a lot of props last season. So I'll, I'll take a couple of winners now. It hasn't really been too relevant um, in my betting um, betting props this year. But a lot of minutes these past couple of games, Steve. What do you think? 
Yeah, I I got to go to you. You're the Reggie Bullock expert. I feel like I feel like even yeah, dating mean, back to last year, you're you're mm-hmm. on him. Um, I have been, but uh, I don't know. Uh, the the production's like really inconsistent. You know, like I think I got his number. Who was it against? I believe it was on the 18th against Philly. His number was at like, I don't know, 15 and a half, 16 and a half or something. And he was a game time decision. And I took his under. He didn't wind up playing, which was great because that was an easy cash, right? Um, And then I believe, yeah, it was the very next game against Charlotte. They they raised it. Same thing. He was supposed to come back. And I think it was like 18 and a half or something like that. Still cash the under. Still got it. It's like, all right, awesome. Another another fr- another free one. Last year when he was with the Knicks, it was always the over. It was, you know, 14, 15 and a half. And I just n- don't realize why he gets these like really friendly numbers. But, you know, when you look at the production, this is what's concerning to me about adding him. If you go back from March 11th through, you know, March 5th or even March 3rd, like a game where he played really well, playing a ton of minutes, playing a ton of minutes, but the production is not consistent whatsoever. So on the 11th, eight, two and one on the 9th, Zero points on 30 minutes. Tony Snell, who? Uh, seven rebounds <laughs> and two assists. Like, what? Like, that? Are you kidding me? Like, so those PRAs, look at that. That's that's 10, 11. That's nine. The game before that, five, three, and two, back to what, 10. The game before that, on the fifth, 11, one, and one. That's 13 again. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the hell? Yeah. This one performance on the third. 14, three, and four. That would have put him over those per- perspective numbers that I was looking at, right? That, that's at, um, uh, was that 18, 21? He plays a ton of minutes on this roster, but man, Jalen Brunson, Luka Doncic, and now even Spencer Dinwiddie, who you even, you know, you, you called it, Steve, like it would come, like the, the opportunities for him would, would soon increase. There's not really much left for Reggie Bullock and guys like, you know, Dorian Finney Smith. So I, you know, this, these past couple of games have been great, but. I'm going to stay away, you know? If I'm a guy that's cashing the under, I can't give like that exuberant exuberant yeah. confidence to say like, "Oh yeah, go pick can't this guy play up." Both ways. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, for me it's a, it's a stay away, but I mean, is is there anything from these past couple games that you see that would be like, "Oh yeah, sure, here's a floater, toss it on Reggie?" No, I think it's just one of those where kind of a rotation guy, he'll have those games where he sees some spikes. Maybe, you know, maybe he can even add a good game with an all right game, but mm-hmm. it, you look at consistency, something you got to have um, matchups. You can't even really play matchups with him. Um, hold off. You know, it, when you look at the numbers, like it's better in these past couple of games because of these last two, um, two matchups against Houston and Minnesota, not the most, not the most ideal sample sizes as far as opponents. Right. Uh, he does have Minnesota coming back tomorrow, so maybe we maybe we tail that. I don't know, but it's just not something I'm confident in. Across the season, he's averaged 16.7 fantasy points per game. This last week, it's up to 26. But you know, let's shift it over to Dwight Powell, who's averaging 30 per game across the last two weeks with less minutes. Steve, yeah. 24, 27, 22. But his fantasy points, he's at 26.9, 49 fantasy points in 27 minutes two games ago against Minnesota, and then you know the. You know, 11 fantasy points against Charlotte, it's not great. But in that game, I did, uh, you know, push people to fade the Dallas front court because they're just completely outmatched by Charlotte. Um, and then the game before that against Philly, you know, 23 fantasy points in 32 minutes. That was like the last the last game he had actual like, you know, Reggie Bullock type of minutes. You know, I, I don't get this. I don't I guess it's just because, you know what, they're just catching the um, the the. 
like the outbreaks or outlooks from Dinwiddie and Doncic and and uh, and Brunson or what? Like he's just getting fed off of their game, and Bullock doesn't really fit into that. Yeah, I think it also you, when you kind of think about Reggie Bullock, like those games that he's doing good, I feel like he hits multiple threes. So if he doesn't have that, that that's an easy way to just pop off for one game and then be absolutely mm-hmm. trash the next. Because um, you just aren't getting those looks, you know. Maybe a, a rebound bounces your way, you get one kicked out to you. But mm-hmm. Dwight Powell around the rim, you know, off drives, they can find you. Um, and I think we've kind of had this narrative all season. The front court for the Mavericks—they've just been thin. Um, yeah. Someone's kind of got to eat these minutes. And here's Dwight Powell. You have to be okay as a fantasy owner that he's going to sit up one of those like Charlotte, where it was only eleven point mm-hmm. eight. But it's it's kind of the good with the bad. Um, all he's got to really turn out to have an all right game is fourteen points, four rebounds, two assists. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm good with that. I don't love the matchups coming up, but I'm rocking with them. Like b- between Reggie Bullock and Dwight Powell, I'll go Dwight Powell. And they're both owned at 15%. Reggie Bullock plus five in the last day. Dwight Powell minus three in the last days. Whatever that says to you folks, I'm not sure. But, you know, the upcoming matchups, you know, don't like them going up against Minnesota's front court, Utah's. I do like the Laker matchup, though. Uh, Cleveland, a little bit of a better or more upside, I should say, with Jared Allen out of the lineup. But still, you know, Evan Mobley, Kevin Love down there. Laurie Marketing's playing a little bit more inside the paint now. So, um, Good, but not great matchup, right? So I would add Dwight Powell over Reggie Bullock. Um, I don't think it's really that close, but it's it's crazy because Bullock just plays a lot more minutes, like sometimes you know ten or twelve more minutes. But Powell's still putting up better production. Wild, just wild. All right, that's all we have for uh, for this show, Steve. You have anything to share before we head out? Uh, no, check me out on Twitter at Stephen Hammond, um, and we'll be back next week. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Probably getting into a little bit more of the uh, NBA playoff action, you know, seeing what that, um, you know, those final play-in games are going to be looking like, shifting the conversation with the uh, the close of the fantasy season. But we'll definitely get down to some, into some waivers next week, help you through the final days of the season, and uh, we'll get after it. So you can follow me on Twitter at T-I-T-T-H-J-B. Get at me with any last-minute, you know, waiver or starter sit questions for the season. It's grind time. Let's get to it. Uh, we're here for it. Uh, take care. Be well. Be good. If you can't be good, Be good at it. We'll see you.